Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen, and today we're going to chat all about learning winter's medicine. So for me, this past weekend, I actually just got back from um, staying at a cabin in the woods by myself. I was working on writing my Ayurveda book. Um, it's going to be all about seasonal living, and um, it was all kind of coming together, which is great. I didn't expect it to flow so well, but um, I'm very excited. My goal is to have it out December 1st of this year, so I will tell you more about that as um, the process is coming together. But um, I went out to the woods, and I, for myself, um, nature is kind of my place where I feel most connected to source, to energy. It's where I feel the most grounded. So I knew this would be a wonderful place for me to write because I was trying to write at home. But as anyone who has um, kiddos at home, you know, and my husband's here and dogs and cats, and there's a lot of distractions. So I, um, I was advised by my, my coach that I'm working with for um, writing this book to just head out somewhere. So somewhere by myself. So that's what I did. And um, I was reminded all about winter's medicine and what it has to teach us when I was out there. Um, so if you haven't heard before, I know I did a podcast at the end of the year all about um, Ayurvedic winter tips. And one of them was all about silence, stillness, and sleep. And so this is something that um, I really found myself being cracked open into. And I know that if right now, if you are living by yourself, um, if you've been alone this past year, I know it's been very tough. And so this is coming from a place um, that I have, I have not, I've been with, you know, I've been with my family. So I want to have um, like consideration or kindness around that as well, because it's a completely different spot um, than you are if you've been around people. Like it's just, it, we're living two different um, pandemics in a sense. Um, you know, one who who craves to be with people, others who might crave a little bit of stillness because you've been around people for a really long time. Um, and you might love, which I, of course, I love the people I'm with, but sometimes you still need that that getaway time. So that's, that's what I did. And I found this community retreat property that had um, meals delivered right to your door that they made for you. And, um, you know, it was all all by yourself. So I thought, well, you know what? This this sounds like a okay thing to do. It had an outhouse, so I kept it really really um basic, you know, so it was not that um cost-wise it was not that bad at all. And um I did find though in the middle of the night, I decided not to go out to the outhouse. I decided to um, you know, hold on until morning. So if anyone's like, "How in the world <laughs> Did you make it to an outhouse in the middle of the night? Yep, you start to train your body to say, you know what, you can wait until morning. Um, I will say that. So the other things that I learned that first night, you know, and I'm someone who practices regularly meditation. I practice stillness, silence. I go out in nature, you know, regularly. But I found that first night I wanted to crawl outside my skin. I was just like, wow, this is this is intense, you know, being here with no vices. There is no TV there. I did not have Wi-Fi at this small cabin that I was in. Um, you know, I was really connecting to deeper layers of myself. And if you look out in the woods, the trees are all bare. You can see right through them. And just like ourselves, you know, we often feel like we kind of got stripped away in that winter season. You know, our usual vices might be gone. And we just feel the bareness and the rawness of ourselves. And that's what I was feeling in that moment. I had nothing to kind of turn to. Um, you know, instead, I just kind of sat with my discomfort, not letting it consume me, but just kept questioning why I felt this way. 
So I personally, I don't consume a ton of TV, you know, maybe an hour after my son, you know, after I put my son to bed, um, because I really am strict with my bedtime. And if he goes to bed late, like I, I cut into maybe 30 minutes of TV. But I found myself craving that at night because I just wanted something on, some background noise. Um, you know, because the silence was, it was deafening at times where you're like, wow, okay, I am here by myself. So, you know, instead I turned to books. I actually finished, um, I finished a 245 page book, Wintering by Catherine May, which is lovely. If you haven't read that one, highly recommend. You know, I also probably read another hundred pages in the other book I brought, which is The Lions of Fifth Avenue by Fiona Davis, also a great book. But I found myself really, um, you know, turning to the practices that I that I preach and that I teach. I did yoga nidra. I meditated. I did my yoga practices. I walked in nature. I did all of those things. I didn't have to worry about cooking, which really consumes a lot of my brain power, I've discovered. Um, and now I could just, just kind of be and be with my work. And so it really flowed. It really flowed like my writing did. Um, but I did find myself waking up super late that first night. So I got in there. Um, on Thursday in the afternoon, so late afternoon, and then um, found myself restless sleeping that night because, of course, every noise I heard, I was like, oh, what was that? Is there a bear out there? Is there a mountain lion? I, there there wasn't. Um, but, you know, everything is like, wow, what, what could that be? So um, I woke up at 7.30, super late for myself because uh, I was just kind of tossing and turning. But then I got back into, you know, my routines, and I found myself for having slept in and having not the greatest night of sleep, I felt refreshed. I felt alive. You know, typically I am um, really, really exhausted by seven o'clock at night. You know, after I put my son to bed at 7.30, 7.45, I'm tired. And I found myself at 7.45 like, wow, I'm awake. I still have energy. Um, So I just sat, that's when I just sat and kind of read for an hour. And usually reading will put me to sleep that late at night. And it didn't, you know, I really did feel um, alive from the practices. And so sometimes that, that stillness and that silence can be exactly the medicine that we needed, you know, especially after a busy week that I had this past week. um, You know, I needed that. I needed that time to recharge. I also think being away from screens. So um, I didn't have any, you know, again, with the Wi-Fi, so my phone was kind of like not not super useful, I guess. And then um, I had a computer, which I only needed once to look something up. Otherwise, I, hand, I was handwriting my book. So I didn't have any like screens on. And I think that also helped me. That helped me feel a little bit more recharged versus staring at a screen all day, which I think, you know, we think, oh, okay, it's not too draining, but really can be super draining when we're staring at a screen all day. Um, we can feel more exhausted afterwards um, versus when we do when we see people in person all day. Um, and I think there was a, just a study. I had a client tell me that because I was telling her how I felt. Um, I said, I think I'm more tired training online versus and coaching online versus in person. And she had said there recently was a study done on that because people were feeling that exhaustion, especially in professions, um, you know, like myself, where I really used to be fully in person. Um, that, you know, you do start to notice, wow, this does take a toll on you. So, um, you know, maybe if you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, I need a, a weekend away from technology. Maybe you keep your phones locked in a, a safe or, you know, in your, um, in a drawer and you have no, you know, maybe no TV, no computer time at all. And just kind of check in with yourself. Um, and if you're there with your family, have everyone do a no devices weekend. Um, and really try to lean into that and just kind of see what what that silence and stillness 
um, has in store for you? What lessons does it have? And maybe you'll end up sleeping better. Because I know for me, the second night, I slept great. You know, I woke up at five o'clock and felt recharged. You know, usually I'm like, oh, I'm still a little groggy, but no, I was, I was good to go. You know, I did have a cup of coffee, but that's been kind of out of habit and ritual in my meditation. Um, but I did notice, no, I don't really need any more than just one cup. Um, so kind of checking in with yourself on all levels and not doing things necessarily out of habit, like normally habitually, I'm going to go get a second cup, but did I really need one? No. So instead of like falling into that habit, I, I, paused and said no. The same thing when I'm coming home now. Um, you know, my habit is, well, let's get into work, which technically I am because I'm recording this podcast. But after this, I'm going to, you know, shut things back down because I wanted to make sure I recorded this over the weekend and get this up on Tuesday. And then I can relax again. And I want to finish my book, The Lions of Fifth Avenue. You know, now that I'm less than 100 pages left of that book, let me just tackle it and finish that this weekend. Um, let me play with my son. Um, let's see if we can play some board games, you know, and really just trying to connect into what, what does he need? What do I need? Um, you know, what does my partner need? How can we connect, um, without having the TV on as our main connection point? I also realized, um, what a stress reliever it is to not cook. And so even delegating little pieces of, um, you know, home life. So often I'll default to kind of be the person who does the meals. Um, when my husband is actually, he's a, great cook. Like he knows how to cook. And so even right now as we're recording, I told him, Hey, can you make us some quinoa and some veggies? Um, and then just some chicken, apple sausage, and we'll just make that for lunch. Um, and I, I had the idea, but he was going to execute it. And that kind of feels really good. Like I don't have to do the, the manual work and he's in there, you know, watching a basketball game as he's cooking. So we both kind of feel like our needs are met there. So maybe you have something like that where you need to start to delegate in your home life. You know, maybe it's, hey, my kids are old enough. They need to start putting away their laundry or um, they need to help with chores around the house. So start to kind of think about outside of the box. How could this silence and stillness and sleep um, benefit you? Or if you're listening and you're like, oof, I've had a lot of that and I, that's not the medicine I need. Kind of lean into what medicine you do need. Because I know a lot of people, if you have been home, again, by yourself, you might need that connection. You know, maybe you want to take a socially distanced walk with someone or um, I don't want to say hop on a Zoom, but I guess you could. But again, um, how can you find that connection point? It's, it's really nice, even in Minnesota here in the winter, to take a nice socially distanced walk, wearing masks. Um, you can do that. Um, but try to find or think outside of the box of ways to help your needs kind of get met. And maybe you're tired of cooking for yourself. And if you are by yourself, maybe you start to order meals. I know Origin Meals um, here locally uh, in the Twin Cities area, they have wonderful meals where they're already prepared. You just need to heat them up in a skillet and enjoy them. So you don't have to think about what am I going to cook today? That can always be an option as well. So what what do you need? What is winter teaching you right now? And then journal about this. You know, that's kind of my challenge for you this week is grab your journal um, and start to start to write what comes up. And if you're feeling like you need a retreat, go ahead and research in your area. Maybe that you can find another community retreat um, similar to what I went to. So there, I'm sure no matter what state you're in, there are these places that are offering these wonderful services um, that can help you recharge as well as I have an upcoming at-home virtual winter retreat. So if you're feeling called to kind of do something, but you know you're not going to be able to get away, um, you know, maybe you 
you look into that. You know, I'm going to be teaching, you know, yoga, yoga nidra, gentle yoga practices, abhinyanga. We're going to journal and meditate. Um, we're going to make some craft winter infusions. So it's going to be a really nice, rich, enriching time and to help nourish you. You know, my goal with the winter retreat is to help you feel the way I do right now after leaving my experience. So that's my main goal with, with hosting one. And if you're interested, check it out. It's on my website, andreaclawson.com. And um, I only am allowing 10 spaces, and right now three are filled. So if you're interested, it's February 20th, and it's going to be from 10 to 4. And we'll have an hour lunch break in there, and then we're going to have little breaks throughout the day as well. So, um, you know, look into that if that's something that's calling to you. Um, and 10 to 4 Central Standard Time. So, all right, that's all I have for you um, this week. Thank you so much, and really lean into what winter is teaching you this upcoming season. All right, everyone. Go out there and spread your peaceful power.